0: Welcome to the Good Vibes Podcast, January 9th, 2018. I am Psycho Man here, live and on the air. Hey, just wanted to come out tonight and go over part two about my musical journey, as promised from last night. going to talk a little bit about what happened from uh, when Jim came up to me and uh kind of raise the question or comment so to speak that he was a drummer and I was a singer and we should start a band and uh, kind of go from there and let you know a little bit about uh, what led me from there to where I'm at right now uh, just in kind of an abridged version and some other time we'll get into a longer version of that if that's something you're interested in but we'll go ahead and take off from the year 2001 and where things went from there. And if any of you are confused Check out the podcast from last night on January 8th, it'll explain a little bit about what I'm talking about and why January the 8th was such an important day to me and how I got my start in music. So without any further ado, let's talk about what happened in 2001. So there I was. It was about three years to the day from the first time I sang, sometime in January in 2001, I'm not exactly sure what day it was then, but it was really close around the same time almost exactly three years later from the day that I got dared to go up and sing. As I was saying in the previous podcast, a good friend of mine named Jim Osborne came running around the corner, a little short furry dude, looked kind of like Jerry Garcia, contagious smile, contagious laugh, one of the nicest guys I ever met in my life. And again, he said, man, you're a pretty good singer after hearing me sing when he snuck around the corner and caught me. I was like, oh well thanks Jim. He's like, well I'm a drummer. I was like, well great maybe we ought to start a band. Jim laughed and got a big excited look on his face and said, well we already have a band we're looking for a singer. You want to try out? I was really really honored that someone asked me if I want to be a part of their band. Guess I just didn't have that quite that level of belief even though I had tremendous success as a karaoke singer. Being in a band was a whole different ball game for me. So I was like, sure, what do I need to do? He said, stop by at six o'clock tonight. He gave me the address. He said, be there. We'll give you a tryout. see what we think. So that night I rode on over to the address he gave me and went in I met some of the most fantastic human beings I'd ever met in my life. A guy named Lawrence, a guy named Bob man great people and i said great you know wh- what are we doing what do you guys want to do and they said well let's try this out and they played some songs and they were originals and i didn't recognize them come to find out they were a christian rock band no i've never claimed to be a non-believer and i'm also not extremely religious but i do have a lot of faith So I wasn't so sure about singing in a Christian rock band because I was thinking more like hymns and things like that and I wanted to sing something more up tempo, not that there's anything against that. So I said, well do you play anything worldly that we might know? And they said, well sure, we're not prudes. So they fired up Led Zeppelin's Whole lot of Love. I sang the song just exactly as it sang on the album and wow, right after the song was over they looked at me and just like the movie Rockstar, even before that movie was out, or maybe it was around the time I was out, I'm not sure, but it was just like that movie if you've ever seen it. They looked at me and they said, Hey, you want the gig? I was like, Oh my gosh, where are we going with this? This is going to be so cool. I happily accepted. It was so cool an idea to be in a band. And I said, Well, when do you want me to come back? They gave me the date, practice started hitting and we took off right there. We continued to practice, write, record over the next couple months. Then it was time to think of a band name. Man, you wanna talk about a challenge? We wanted to make sure we were original. So we decided to start exploring some options. We decided, hey, H-E-Y, Heaven Expects You, then we decided to try H-A-Y, Heaven Awaits You, then we tried Bittersweet, then we tried, gosh man, we must have tried five, ten other names, couldn't find anything that wasn't in a band registry, again, we just wanted to be original, sometimes I was like joking, eh, let's call ourselves Everything's Taken, we put that in and wouldn't you know it, Everything's Taken was Taken. We finally settled on a band name, Riding High. We thought it was kind of cool. Almost sounded like he was riding motorcycles and stuff and you were up in the air. I don't know, sounds pretty weird, but I liked it. So then, March 11th, 2001, was my birthday actually. We did our first show together. We did it in the YMCA in Circleville, Ohio. There was nothing but brick walls. The feedback was terrible, the reverb was god-awful, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Wow, we smoked it, though. We played so tight. We played nothing but originals. The place went just absolutely nuts. Couldn't believe how cool it was. And as you'd know it, people liked us, and we did a lot of really cool things for a short period of time. But then I had some things going on in my life, and I had to back away for a little bit. I love those guys to death, I still do. It wasn't until several years later that I ran back into Lawrence. I still haven't seen Bob to this day, and Jimmy passed away about 10 years ago from cancer. So I always miss him, I miss Bob too, but I still talk to Lawrence from time to time, he was our guitar player, but you'll hear a little bit more about him soon. I then took a couple months off. Got some things together in my personal life. And then I was approached by a band that I watched at this bar. They're called False Image. Played a lot of like early and late 90s rock sounds. You know, everything from like a Creed, Stained, Nirvana, stuff like that, Pearl Jam, everything that you could hear from 1990 to the year 2000. And they heard me singing one night at karaoke in the same bar when they weren't playing as a band there. And they asked me, hey man, wanna come try out? I was like, sure. This was cool cause they were right around the corner from my house. Went over there, sang a couple songs, wouldn't you know it, got the gig. Man, we went out and did a couple shows at this real dive bar, it was called the Ivy Lounge in Lancaster, Ohio. anybody ever knows that, they'll probably remember it. Man, we had some great, great shows. But what I come to find out though, and it's no disrespect to the guys, they just were in a different place in their life than I was. I was already a father, had a lot of things going on, had a career, these guys liked to drink, they were you know, older teenagers, young 20's, man they they were rowdy. Good dudes, but just wasn't a good fit for my life. After a few short shows and a recording, I went ahead and told them it might be a good idea to find a new singer. Sorry to leave you like that, but I just don't think it's a good match, and I didn't see any real long-term benefit there. But then, something real cool happened. I took a little time off, kept singing my karaoke when I could, did that off and on through 2002. And then in 2003, after I'd met with my wife and started dating her, then a band came along. The game kept being upped by the band. They were called Fetish. They were out of Nelsonville, Ohio. Man, things really started taking off from that point. My cousin was dating this guy that played bass in this band. And she said, man, they're looking for a singer. You ought to go check this out. I was like, all right, I'll go check them out. So they invited me over once we met. And I jammed with them a little bit. And they said, yeah, man. We like you, you want to sing with us? I was like, absolutely. They were playing a lot of top 40 rock, some pop, but mostly rock songs at the time. I thought it was cool. I dug it. And man, they were actually pretty popular. They could really pack a place, even with their old singer. So then they unveiled me as their new singer. Man, we played a night in Nelsonville, Ohio. Played for four hours. It was a dynamite show. And then it was real cool. I got to open for my first national act. It was a band with Epic Records. They were called Watershed. They were loud. I remember them being so loud, even I couldn't hardly stand to be in there. Really cool guys and a great band, but wow, they were loud. But anyways, I got to open up for my first national act. The crowd was hot. It was at a place called Mickey's in Lancaster. Man, was it fun. After two shows, went to go back for practice. Then things just didn't seem to work out. I got a phone call. They decided they wanted to try to go at it again with their old singer. No hard feelings. So I parted ways with them and went on my own way. I got real serious in my business for the next couple years. Still sang karaoke, went out when I could, but I got real serious into my business management, my leadership, and that took me on a journey over the next four years. Then had my daughter. 2007. The day after she was born, I went to audition for another band after meeting a fellow I worked with. He's like, man, I heard you're good. I really want you to come sing with my band. Well, I'll come check it out, I said. Told my wife, eh, we'll just see what happens. And man, this was the start of something even new. For the next two years, I played in this band. They were called Body Shot. We played really, really hard rock and metal tunes. Metallica, Judas Priest, stuff like that. Oh, wow, it was powerful, man. I was really afraid when I first started singing, because as much as I had sang, I had never done anything really that high off the charts. You know, doing stuff like Van Halen. Led Zeppelin might have been the hardest thing I had ever done. But man, we were doing really, really difficult things. But I'll tell you what, as soon as we started, we took off. We were booking shows all over Columbus, Ohio. It was really cool. We never did any originals, but we did all these awesome covers and the people loved us. After about two years, it just kind of fizzled out. I loved Tommy, the guitar player. I loved Aaron. He was my drummer. I had a couple different bass players during the time. Steve Steve was great man I liked Steve a lot and then and then there was Sean as well who also played bass with us those guys were all fantastic and then I also had a reunion with Lawrence as well played with him on the side with a band called rewind we did a lot of old classic tunes did stuff like the Beatles and stuff like that it was really cool We did some shows got to play the Circleville pumpkin show. In front of several thousand people man it was awesome i was playing with these two bands and i really didn't have any reason to but one day after playing all this time with these two bands i seen the body shot was starting to fizzle a little bit we all had other things going on rewind was doing good with them but i was really searching for my next big thing the real kicker the one that was going to push me over the top so i decided to look at a craigslist ad one day the first thing that popped up, they did everything I was looking for, and they was looking for a singer that wanted to write songs and play originals. I couldn't believe what I was about ready to get into, and this is where my success hit. They were a band out of Potascal, Ohio. They were called Scrap Gold. And I'm going to leave the story right there for now. I'm going to have to come back and do a third part. There's just too much to tell, even in an abridged version. So I'm going to leave you hanging for one more episode. Now I might cut another episode of something else in between. I have a really cool one on Job Search Mastery that I want to share with people about my successes in finding jobs and helping other people find jobs. But we'll talk about that here soon. This next part is going to be awesome. I'm going to talk about my band Scrap Gold. That is where the magic really happened in my life. I started playing Ticketmaster shows. I started doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Played in Battle of the Bands for Rock on the Range in Columbus, Ohio. Man, it was awesome. I can't wait to tell you about all that, but you're going to have to hold on until the next episode. So, I thank you very much for joining me tonight. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this second segment about uh, my music career and how that's going. Hey, the story may be for some, it may not be for others, but I'm glad for those of you who stuck around to listen, and I really appreciate it. If you got any questions about anything, definitely give a call in, or if you just want to drop a line and say hi, I appreciate that as well. So I'll be back tomorrow to talk a little bit more about that, and uh, we'll finish this uh, interesting story about From A to Z how I got into my music business and how it led me through 20 years of awesome, awesome experiences. So I thank you again very much for tonight on January 9th, 2018. This has been the Good Vibes Podcast and this is the Psycho Man and I am out.